We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Andy Herman of the Pack of Day Podcast. I'm here to tell you about TickPick. TickPick should be your very first choice to buy football tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for the Packaday Podcast and the Blue Wire Network. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Packaday Podcast. What is up, Green Bay Packers fans? Welcome back to another edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast, a game week edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I know that has been overdone. Everybody is telling you that it is game week. Hey, there's football this week, but that does not make it any less true, and it does not make it any less exciting. I am joined today by my co-host, Ross Uglum. Ross, did you know that there's football this week? I have been so told, especially after you tried to bully me into going to Dallas for a game that isn't even going to be played in Dallas. Oh, I was not bullying. I was trying to make you, trying to help you make the right decision. Oh, man. Yeah. To a little uh, insider baseball here. So when that happened and they were rumored to be playing in Dallas, I immediately, immediately got on the horn with one Ross Uglum and said, this is something we need to do. We need Harass, to Dallas. arguably. Or, or, some would say. But <laughs> many are saying. But, uh, I mean, it's a quick, easy drive for me from Kansas City. It would have been a good time and opener. It would have been absolutely electric in Jerry in Jerry's world, or although aka the house that Rogers built. And would have been a lot of time. Uh, only a few short hours, maybe not even. And Ross, how close were you to buying a ticket? Uh, I, I had looked um, and then uh, got really excited. Jacksonville, uh, TPC Sawgrass is on my bucket list, and they have no Sunday morning or Monday tea times. There's a charity event at TPC Sawgrass in Ponte Vedra, Florida. So, um, and I can't be away from my family any longer than that. So, so that's uh, that's where we were at, unfortunately. Yeah, well. Ross, you definitely showed me the ticket and the flight, how much it would cost. And <laughs> I was like, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> and then uh, they came out and said Jacksonville. So luckily, you didn't pull the trigger on that. 
So anyways, Ross and I will be in the pool in Jacksonville, sipping on yeah. some high ties, <laughs> watching the game. I wish. I wish. Um, all right. Well, yeah, game day this week in Jacksonville versus New, the Nor- New Orleans Saints, the Jameis Winston-led New Orleans Saints. Um, as we get closer to game day, make sure you're checking out Packer Report. I will have my game preview up um, Sunday morning to go over all of that. And a lot of that will get covered uh, this week. Um, and it's interesting going into the first week because we don't really know, right? There's so many unknowns with previews and stuff like that. We, we know what we're getting probably from the Packers just because they're returning literally everyone. Uh, but New Orleans is, is, is a wild card. They really are. So that'll be interesting. But, Ross, the question that I have for today, it, and it pertains to kind of getting over that preseason hump, and now we are no longer talking about fake football. We're talking about real football here. And what player not named Aaron Rodgers are you most excited to see this season? And maybe not even this season. Maybe just week one versus New Orleans. Let's frame it that way. Which player are you most excited to kind of see like, hey, has all the offseason hype been for real? Is this guy going to have a, have a year, have a season, a breakout season this year? Or are we still going to be waiting on that? So which player are you most excited to don to watch Don the green and gold in Jacksonville this coming Sunday? I mean, for me, it's definitely um, it's, it's definitely Marquez Valdez Scantling because, you know, for a number of reasons, like he's had his best camp. Uh, a bunch of guys, a bunch of the, you know, the guys on the beat have, have kind of said the same thing. They're excited about him. Um, and, and ultimately, you know, he's, he's really, really fun to watch when he's on, you know, but the, the concentration drops, I think bug people, the inconsistency bugs people. Well, he has looked like the best number two option that Devontae Adams has ever had, you know, this spring, obviously, Spring and summer, and, and you know you've had good good duos at, at varying kind of points of their career. Um, Jennings and Nelson, Nelson and Jones, Nelson and Cobb, Nelson and Adams, but you know, kind of never sort of in their prime. Um, you know, like Jordy was kind of getting to the end of the peak of his powers when Devonte was not quite to his yet. Uh, Greg Jennings went to the Vikings at the peak of his powers, kind of though like the. The great duo has never been a huge part of what Aaron Rodgers has had a chance to do. You think of, you know, duos like Evans and Godwin in Tampa. You think of Thielen and Diggs in Minnesota when that was a thing. Uh, Rodgers has never really had that. And and I'm not saying they're going to be that, but if if Marquez Valdez-Scantling can improve his consistency, there's a thousand-yard receiver in that talent in, in, in what he can do. And uh, especially over the, obviously the course of 17 games. So I, I think that's the number one thing that I'm watching. And from a matchup perspective too, you know, this is a, a saints team that just doesn't have that great of, of a cornerback room, you know, behind, behind Marshawn Lattimore, you got Ken Crawley. Um, I don't know if they still use PJ Williams and Chauncey Gardner Johnson at, at corner. I think they're more, in the safety room now, Paulson Adebo may not be ready. Like this is just not a group of of corners slash safeties slash defensive backs that as soon as you get past Lattimore, you're scared of. And I think we all know who Lattimore is going to cover. Mm-hmm. MVS is such a great answer for that because everything you just laid out with every everything he's done this offseason, allegedly, 
that we've heard about, which is really exciting. Such a you know, you just look at his attitude and his personality coming out this offseason. And then you hear QB1 talk about how he has set the standard higher. You know, it's a new standard for him. And I think you see that. You just he looks like a guy that's just having fun, having fun playing a game. And I hope I hope it comes together for him because he is a really fun guy to root for. He is a cool story. Um, and our buddies over at Game on Wisconsin actually have him every Tuesday. So that's going to be really fun to follow him uh, this season as that as that goes. And you talk about the matchups, just him in itself. He's already a matchup nightmare. Teams already have to account for 83 every time he's on the field because he is one of, um, I think, I think you take out Tyree Kill and you say who's the best, just the best pure deep threat in the NFL. Uh, MVS has got to be in that conversation because you look at the explosive plays he's had in the last few seasons and they're right up there with any, with anyone. And that's accounting. And that's not even accounting the drops he's had. And if you can get rid of those and like you said, become a complete receiver, I mean, teams already have to play him with so much respect that if you can kind of develop that, you know, the one, two, three of his, of his route tree, he, he's going to be, like you said, he's going to be a thousand yard receiver, especially when 17 is on the other side of the field. I mean, how do you guard both of those guys? Oh, and then throw in, you know, Big Bob, who it seemingly uh, appears to be, you know, prime for another big year. Uh, Matt LaFleur loves him. They want to use the tight end. So uh, this offense is going to be fun. Uh, and I think I think I love I, – no, I don't think – I know I love that you picked MVS because I really do think he is the key to unlocking the full potential of this offense. Um, because you picked an offensive player, I was going to say – I was going to cheat a little bit and say offensive line is what I'm excited to see. Just because you got, you know, Big E on that left tackle spot, I think I think he's going to really turn heads this uh, this season playing tackle. And I think it's it's funny because they're going to play him at tackle, kick him in the guard uh, when Bakhtiari gets back, and then ask him to take guard money. <laughs> and I don't think that's going to work. Uh, so that'll be – that, that, everything is interesting about that situation. You know, we've heard nothing but good things about Alton Jenkins, that left tackle, but can he do it in a game? You know? New Orleans does does not have slouches. You know, even even though Cam Jordan may miss the game, is that correct? He may miss the game. Uh, this is possible, yes. And Michael Thomas will miss the game. And yeah, so they got that. And Marcus Davenport uh, maybe isn't the guy that they traded up with the Packers to pick, but he's not terrible. You know, so um, it's not like he's going out there, you know, blocking bums. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with him at left tackle, and then just everything falling into place with that as well. Uh, but the guy, the the specific guy that I'm most excited to watch put on the green and gold this season that we've been waiting for is Rashawn Gary. And I think, I think honestly, Ross, we probably picked what most people would pick on offense and defense if we go with those two guys, because those are the two guys that I think you look at what you've heard this offseason about both of them. And the beat has talked about how both these guys are primed to take off and have a very good season. And I think Rashawn Gary is finally going to get that nod to be the other outside linebacker uh, across from Zadarius if he's back. Um, so, but I, I don't I don't think it should be any surprise if it's Preston and Rashawn opening up game one. But if that is the case, then you're looking for Rashawn to take that next step to be to be that nightmare, that nightmare matchup on the edge. That if you can throw him in there with the Zadarius that we've got in the last couple years, and you can throw him in there with Preston. And Preston Smith doesn't even need to be 2019 Preston Smith. He can be just uh, somewhere in between 2020 and 2019 if he's playing that third edge rusher spot and Z and Rashawn Gary play like we expect them to. 
Um, and Rashawn, it's kind of one of those things that when Zadarius got here, you just kept hearing from people. This guy's going to be a star. This guy is just going to be a star. And that's kind of what where we're at with Rashawn. And we've talked about it on this very podcast. It's almost like a foregone conclusion that Rashawn Gary is already a superstar. He's not. He hasn't really done any. I mean, it's not that he hasn't done anything. He's looked great in his limited snaps, but he's entering year three as a top 10 pick. You know, it's time to put up, time to put up or shut up. And that's why I'm excited to watch him because I think he's going to put up. I think he's going to show out. And I think he's going to show us all why they took him, you know, why they took him where they did and why they passed on other guys because he fits what they want to do in Green Bay. And it's time to finally go out and do it. And I'm looking for, you know, I'm looking for double-digit sacks for, 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 for him this season. I think anything short of that will be a disappointment, not because of any – not because of even what's been written about him this offseason, not because of his drafts – well, because of his draft status, but that's why. is like you take a guy that high and you don't get production out of him in your first three years, especially after people have been talking and hyping him up all offseason, I think that is when you start to finally say like, huh, Maybe this guy just isn't it. Maybe this guy is just one of those, you know, athletic marvels that is going to look good in practice, but can never fully put it together in games. Because honestly, that's kind of who he was at Michigan. That's kind of was the knock on him coming out of Michigan was, you know, number one overall recruit coming out of high school. Athletic tools up the wazoo. Never really put it together at Michigan. Now there are some there are counters to that Ross, and we've gone over all those. Like you know what he was asked to do at Michigan, um, what the weight he was playing at, and he's not being asked to basically just five tech and hold the point of attack in Green Bay. He's not playing at two eighty. So let's see it. Let's see it. Is this going to be the year that he just takes off and has those double digit sacks and can lead this defense to the promised land? You know, and, and that's the other thing is like if Rashawn, Zadarius, Preston, you know, Kenny Clark, Kingsley, even Slayton, if those guys can all be the players we hope they are, it doesn't really matter who the second cornerback is. It doesn't matter if it's Kevin King, Eric Stokes. If they can get after the quarterback like we hope they can on that defensive side of the ball, th- whoever is playing second fiddle to Jair is going to be fine. You know, they'll probably give up some plays, but by and large, it's not hard. You know, that's the thing. You and I could probably play corner in this league if we only had to guard for a second, which probably isn't true, but you get what I'm saying. Um, Moving on from the Packers, Ross, we're going to make this a quick episode, and I want to talk to you about this weekend as far as college football. You know, as people that listen to us and follow us know that we are big-time draft nerds. Who stood out to you week one of the college football season? Is there anyone that kind of uh, kind of caught your eye and saying, wow, they sure as heck would look good in green and gold next year? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, Kyle Hamilton, not that the Packers have a tremendous need at safety, not, not that he would even last to win. Green Bay will likely pick, but that interception he made was absolutely incredible. The way that he was able to range over and accomplish that was amazing. Um, boy. A guy, and, and unfortunately, he dropped about 80-yard touchdown. But another guy that you guys need to understand is number one at North Dakota State, Christian Watson, is an alien. Um, this kid is six four and a half. He's going to run a 4-3 flat. I'm not exaggerating. That's going to happen. He is going to run a 4-3 flat. And he hawked his own running back, who, by the way, is a professional baseball player. Dominic Canella 
is in the Arizona Diamondbacks organization, but is playing college football at North Dakota State. He's a professional athlete. And from an impossible angle, he hawked his own wide receiver to get in front of him to throw the touchdown block. It was, I mean, the kid is just an absolute alien. Uh, Made some other nice catches, but, you know, people will remember that he dropped about a 65-yard touchdown. Um, Man, he is, he, he is, Bigger, stronger, faster, MVS. I mean, the, he, he's just wild what I think he's going to test like and where he's going to go uh, in the pros. But, man, Kyle Hamilton was um, was was really, really, really impressive. I mean, just whew, jeepers creepers is he good. I, I don't know if I felt this way about like a safety type, like sort of destructo uh, weapon, you know, since – probably Derwin. Packers football is finally back and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Packer tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices in all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Personally, I can't wait for that first game back at Lambeau Field, Packers-Lions with fans in the stands again. I've already got my tickets from TickPick, and I'll be there watching Monday Night Football in person. I absolutely cannot wait. Visit TickPick.com slash Packaday today and use promo code Packaday to save $10 on your first order of Packers tickets. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, and I think someone described Hamilton to me as he's Jamal Adams, but a better, but better in coverage coming out. Sure. <laughs> like that's like okay, wow. Um, so he's a multiple first round pick kind of guy. Like it, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's he's a guy, and you watch him, and you sit, and he, I will say he did get beat. I mean, for that too, he was playing single high and bit, but that's something that you know that's a young player. So, but then he, he but then yeah, the next play, the next, I think it was the next series, even or two series later, that you know coming from the the far hash, making that type of play. And what's crazy about Hamilton? When I when I watch him, he's not like a super like twitched up guy. I don't think. And so when he like when he was covering ground on that interception, it didn't look like he was going that fast. And then you until you go back and look at it, you go, "Geez, this guy just covered like fifty yards with the ball in the air. Like that is insanity." Um, so yeah, he is a guy that I think you'll hear a lot of coming coming out. And another guy, and I don't think he's even draft eligible, but. Basically, just throw a dart at Alabama's depth chart. You'll find a you'll find a guy that's impressive. And dude, their left tackle Evan Neal. Did you watch him at all? He's he is baby Mackay Becton, and he was just yeah. snatching souls in that game. Yep. I mean, he is an angry, angry man with feet and size, strength, athleticism. I mean, you're talking. You know, this is going to be a top ten pick when he comes out, which is I'm, I'm comfortable saying with these Alabama offensive linemen and you just look at the way he moves and it's just unreal. I mean, it really is. And it's to the point in Alabama where people, people have been annoyed with it for a long time just because they're so good. But what do you what can you do, man? What can you do? They're just, they're, they recruit and coach and play at another level in Alabama. And I mean, they just are reloaded and they're ready to roll again. I mean, you go, you watch Alabama Ross and who's, who's back. Who is back on that offense that you're like, oh, they have this guy coming back? Like no one. I don't no one. Yeah. And they're all they and they don't miss a beat. Not a beat. They're just they're just so freaking good. Um and Evan Neal is 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 a joy to watch. And that's and that is that is praise in itself from just you know, because obviously people don't watch a game to watch the offensive line play. Speaking of uh, speaking of North Dakota State too, how about the uh former North Dakota State commit? Riley Moss as uh, as Troy Apke becomes the first white corner in the NFL in 19 years. Riley Moss all of a sudden uh, wins PFF Defensive Player of the Week for the whole country, and now the TDN and now TDN is doing stories on him. Could we have the 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 re rise of the white cornerback? Is it Jason Seahorn season? Doubtful. Oh man! Um, so I thought you were going to go with uh, Zeb Zeb Nolan. No, Zeb. The Zeb story is crazy too. Uh, you know, obviously, if you guys haven't been following along, um, former NDSU quarterback Zeb Nolan. Um, this is turning into the Bison Report radio show, but uh, former NDSU QB Zeb Nolan lost his starting job in the spring and went to join Shane Beamer's staff at South Carolina as a graduate assistant. He's a coach's son, wants to be a coach. They lose Luke Doty to a foot injury maybe for the year, and he ends up being the best quarterback they have on campus. So they take away his clipboard, 
throw him uh, throw him in some pads, and he throws four touchdowns uh-huh. to beat Eastern Illinois as the uh, Gamecocks starting quarterback. What a wild ride uh, for for that kid! So cool, so so many cool stories. Like that's that's such a cool story. And obviously, Zeb didn't work out at North Dakota State, uh, but from all, all all accounts, great dude, great kid. Yeah, and you can't be anything. But, I mean, it's so stoked for him. I mean, how fun of a story is that? Anybody that's ever been a GA too, like he is, he is the GA poster boy right now for any any GA that's ever been like, hey man, I still got it. I can still, <laughs> yeah. I can still go out and do this. Like Zeb's doing it. Uh, so good for him. Super fun story. Um, but that's overshadowed even by like what we saw last night. And I guess that would be two nights ago when you guys are hearing about. But how about Mackenzie Milton? Man, I know this has nothing to do with Packers. This really has nothing to do with the draft because Milton's not going to be drafted. But when you just talk about stories, you just talk about the the human element of sports. How can you not root be rooting for Mackenzie Milton at Florida State? Uh, with you know, if you watched the game last night, you know. But if you if you didn't watch the game last night. You know, Milton had catastrophic knee injury, hasn't played in over two years, comes in with a because of some because the starter loses his helmet. Milton comes in immediately, throws a dot 20 yards down the field like he'd never missed a beat. And he almost brought that team all the way back. If um, if kickers were real football players, then maybe they would have. But whatever. So such a cool story. I mean, man, it's just so fun to have football back and it's great to talk about actual football with other football fans. And I know you guys enjoy it as well. So um, this time next week, we'll have actual Packers football to talk about, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Packers are going to be one and oh, they're going to beat the saints a hundred to nothing. And uh, we're going to be off to a great start. So Ross, thanks for joining me guys. Thank you for listening as always. And until next time, go pack go.